Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my wonderful co-host, Mina Kunlo-Sitep. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. So today, we want to talk to you all about how to use packaging inserts to increase brand loyalty. And if you've listened to the show before, you know that Mina uses these all the time for little labels and shipping on Amazon and Oasis Soap. Yeah. I love inserts. I think it's a great way to... They're so cheap, right? Super cheap. It's a great way to add a little something for very little bit of money and um, have a call to action. It's just a great way to have a call to action that's super cheap. (laughs) (laughs) So here's my call to action. First, I want you guys to stop what you're doing, pause the podcast. And if you could do us a favor and hop on over to however you're listening to this and subscribe, like, share and review this podcast. If you know any product bosses out there that could benefit or anyone you even know that has a great idea and they're just thinking about it and they want to know what to do next, please, please, please share the podcast with them. And if not, reviews are just going to help us move up in the rankings and get out there and get in front of more people. And we love our listeners. And if you're listening to us, we hope you love us too. And this is what we need our listeners to do to help us out and grow this podcast. So again, please subscribe, leave reviews, share. That'd be great. Yeah. Oftentimes I will text message a share. So like if it's something good, I click on those, you know, that share button and then it shows up in a text message and then I'll text it to whoever, whether it be my sister or Jacqueline or anybody else who actually listens to podcasts. So it's super easy. Yeah. So that's what me and I literally do. Like we'll be listening to different podcasts and share them with each other by just clicking on that little button and you could share the link. You can share, you can directly message it. You can email it. So even my mom gets shares from me and then it just turns (laughs) her on to podcasts that she's never listened to. Yeah. And then if they like it, they can choose if they want to subscribe or not, which they should. (laughs) Please. (laughs) So moving back to um, how to use packaging inserts to increase your brand loyalty. This is really important and we are on the cusp of the holidays. And so a lot of packages are going to be going out to our customers and we want to make sure that you continue to keep the brand expectation, keep serving your customers even after they've paid the product is shipped, they've opened the box. How else can you excite and delight them? Yeah. So holiday inserts are a great way. Let's just start there um, because you shouldn't actually have holiday inserts. You shouldn't start them during the holidays. I actually have sent them to print and have this one saying, hey, we love the holidays. So I'm giving you an early gift. And it's actually starting in October. So in starting in October, I put that insert in there and then I have a coupon with it. So it's like, I think it's like $15 off of $35 or something like that. But you can certainly have like, what are some different ones? like 15 off of $35, maybe a free shipping code. It could be a 
percent off. Um, so I've done it where I've wrapped it up into a holiday coupon, but that could be your general business coupon as well. Yeah. So a lot of times you'll see, so if I've ever gotten, you know, I've been a part of a subscription box and I've gotten something in there. I was actually just consulting a client on this yesterday. We were talking about how to market her brand and we were talking about her getting into some kids, children clothing boxes and how to keep that going. So like if you at least sell to them for cost, you're going to at least make your money back. You're not going to lose money. You're getting out in front of, like I referenced you, 3,500 potential new customers. And then if you have a card in there that says like, and if you want 25% off of this, take a look at our website. So I think for sure people are using the discount code often. I know that like a uh, FabFitFun, for example, um, they do it via email, but I think they might even sometimes do it through their, what they package with it. But my sister sent me like for $5, I just had to pay for shipping that I could get, you know, it's also sharing that and that you could give it to somebody, like you could gift one to somebody else. So that's another idea as well. Yeah. And make sure you're using different coupons. If you're ever in any subscription boxes, I have a different coupon for every single one I'm in. So I can track to see if it was successful or not. That's when you're contributing in other people. So you can actually have an insert in other people's packages to their boxes. Um, but it's the same idea for sure that even if you're doing a holiday coupon, have it be, you know, like holiday 30 or something like that. And then you'll know that was my 2018 holiday coupon. I started in October. Was it successful and how many people used it? Yeah. So let's talk about a few different, like you were saying, like, let's go through some that you could use as a, um, like different types of coupons. So basically there, we talked about the discount coupons, um, some sort of discount to get them to rebuy with you. Do you use them though? I don't often use them. I usually dispose of them. Do you save the ones that you get? Yeah, I you used do. to um I used to save the ones when I was buying a lot of stuff for maternity. I remember I bought a bunch of maternity clothing online. I would save all the coupons because it was something where it wasn't something I was always buying. And then also it was like 30% off for one of them. I remember and I was like, I'm saving this bad boy. I also saved my coupons for Staples knowing that I'll have to buy ink. Um, so, you know, like in Staples, they'll throw in an insert into their bag. It's the same type of idea where if it's local, they'll throw something into your bag and you're like, oh, should I save this? Should I not save it? You know? So um, I do um, because I only with ones that are really good and ones that I know I'll be going back to. Yeah. I'm not as highly organized as Mina is, but one thing that I did when we moved was that we get that, you get that moving package. So you get sort of like all the expensive stores like Crate and Barrel or um, Pottery Barn, like they'll send you 15% off to let's say get furniture for your move. Um, I do have those saved and they give you some time to use them. And then, yeah, I guess it depends on how you do with coupons, but I think that's a great way. So the second thing could be potentially product samples. So oftentimes there's a store called Lush for example, and, um, or Aveda. Aveda, if you're ordering online from these sort of cosmetic companies, they'll sometimes give you like two to three product samples. You can either choose, like Aveda will let you choose the samples to go in, or sometimes you might just get like an extra, something extra to try out, like to sample the product. Yeah. Sephora does that too. They'll do like little samples of like face moisturizer and then um, you get to pick what it is. Um, so depending on the amount that you spend with Sephora, like if you spend $75 from them, you get like the bigger, better samples. Mm -hmm. So they base it on a tier of what kind of samples you're going to be getting. 
So I guess depending on the product that you're selling, you know, if it's a clothing line that sometimes there's not always something you can do, but I do have a client that does a clothing line that she'll, for her best customers, she'll sometimes have bought extra stuff, you know, little things that she might add in to delight her customers. Otherwise, let's say we have some people doing like aromatherapy type oils. If somebody bought certain aromatherapy oils from them, you could cross promote by sending in an extra little tiny vial to test something because you know your customer, you've seen what they've purchased from you, and then you can almost cross sell these products to them as if you were in a store getting to talk to them one-on-one and saying like, so what are your, what's what, what's your skin problem? Oh, acne? Oh, you can try this. But you know what? You should try this too for dark circles. Sort of yeah. Thing. And it will be sometimes where people won't try try it unless it's free. So uh, one of the samples that I got, so for Oasis Soap Company, I manufactured charcoal bars through a soap manufacturer. Well, I just got one of my orders not that long ago and they put in a bunch of, not a bunch, one of them was a pumpkin spice soap. So holiday esque. It was. Cool. It smelled so good. I'm not a pumpkin spice type of person, but my cousin Jimmy. Oh my god! I, can't I love it. Jimmy. He's a star on the show, and he has <laughs> he no is. idea. He is. His <laughs> wife is obsessed. Well, his whole family. His daughter is too. Where they go and drink pumpkin spice latte, and they have their house warmer, the um, candle warmers that smell like pumpkin spice. And so I know their house as the pumpkin spice house. And so I gave them that soap, and it smelled so good. It just wasn't, you know, my thing. But yeah, I thought that was really smart of my manufacturer to try to sell me some pumpkin spice soap during the holidays. If I was, you know, if it was my cousin, Jimmy, he'd be like, I'm going to buy this for my wife or daughter. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Jimmy. Um, So there is a difference though, between, um, you know, adding in little samples versus adding in a gift. So let's go, I mentioned my other client, but let's talk about that. So that's another way that you could do a packaging and a package insert is adding in a little gift, which I think would reference my client throwing in little hand creams for somebody who's buying t-shirts. So what have you experienced like that? Um, Okay. So I'm starting to work. I haven't yet, but September is baby safety month. No, no. Is it baby safety or safety month? I can't remember specifically baby, but I cannot sell these baby on board magnets to save my life. Like they just will not sell. I don't know why people need to keep their kids safe. Like it's a good safety (laughs) reminder. And you don't have to do anything besides, you know, stick that magnet onto your car. So I have one and it says, you know, little baby on board safety reminder. That's basically what the magnet says. So anyways, I'm having a hard time selling them. So um, they actually weigh, I think it's, I can't remember, is it four ounces total? So that's another thing. Keep in mind the weight of your gift that you're giving. So you don't want to go over the weightage that you've set aside for that package, right? So um, my my labels are really, really lightweight. So I have to take into account that it's extra weight. So I have to pay for that through the post office, you know? So I've been putting in, or I'm going to start, I've packaged them, made them look really nice. And I'm going to give everybody that orders in October, the safety magnet. Um, I missed the September whole baby safety thing. I was thinking I would have a surge in sales. I did not. (laughs) And so I'm putting those in there and then keeping in mind that, um, that they add a little bit of extra weight, but it's a great way to be like, hey, I know you have a baby. Obviously, you're buying these labels for baby bottles. Here's a safety magnet as a gift. And I think it will be, you know, it'll be a fun gift that people are like, oh, that's nice. I didn't think to get that, you know? That's a great idea. And it's still on brand. 
Uh-huh. Right. Yes. And so it's, it's like this, it's something actually that I would be so excited about. Not ever until I had children did I realize why well, I wanted somebody to know there was a baby on board. Like don't <laughs> ride my tail, you know, slow down. <laughs> I have Precious a cargo, um, which you never really, at least I never as a adult without children thought about. And so I think I would have really, that would have been an awesome gift to get. Um, you can never have too many, I feel like, cause you have multiple cars. You might give it to a grandma. And on Amazon, I have them as set as two packs. So you would, if you have two cars, you would have one for the dad's car and one for the mom's car. You could give it to a grandparent instead of having to take it off and move it. I think it serves as a gentle reminder for people just to slow down. People get crazy on the roads, at least around here. I don't know around there. And then um, also my kids are um, eight. I keep saying seven, but she's eight and three. Um, I'm the worst driver ever. So I feel like, I feel like instead of people road raging against me, because you're either a road rager or you're the one who sets off the road rager. I'm the one that sets off the road rager because I'm just a terrible driver. So I feel like when I have that Megan on there, they show me a little bit of grace because they're like, hey, she's got a baby on board. She's got mom brain, even though they don't know my, the ages of my kids. <laughs> <laughs> so you can never be too safe though. You know, it says baby on board, but those are my babies, right? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, kids in the car, stay away. Um, yeah. So, I'm sending you one. I have so many. <laughs> okay. So here's, so here's an example. Let's just throw that, this idea out there. I go to a sushi restaurant, um, in this, I literally is a sushi restaurant in what used to be a dry cleaners. So it's this like tiny little building in the middle of a parking lot. And when my husband and I first moved to the neighborhood, we really, we saw it and we really liked sushi and we like drove by it. We're like, no way. It looks like a hole in the wall. Then I looked it up on Yelp and it has like hundreds of positive reviews, hundreds. So we went, guess what? This sushi place gives you free soup and free salad. So you get to choose like any dressing you want for these, like an, you know, an Asian salad and then a miso soup. And then they always delight you with bringing you something like from the chef almost literally every single time. And then they've got these like two little salmon, cooked salmon things that we love and they'll bring us that. And we're always kind of looking around. We see them giving it to people for free and we're like, we hope they're not going to ignore us and give it to us. I don't know why my husband and I constantly think people aren't, they're not going to give it to us. (laughs) We're the two special people that walked in here today. Yeah. We're the two that they're not. So then at the end, they give you oranges, but like cut really cute. And then they also will give you gum with your bill. So many free things. If we looked at their, who knows what they're, how they're running their show, like they're making money, but all these little things that delight us and keep us coming back. Like it keeps reinforcing this brand of like, they really care about their customers. It's small, it's really high quality food, um, where they can afford these like little things that they give us. So there is a statistic that and it's like, well, not statistic, but can't even say it, but it's documented that candies at the end delivered by servers when they're bringing you the bill will increase the tip for the you server. Know why? It's law, law of reciprocity. So psychologically, people feel like when they're getting something, they should give something. Mm-hmm. So um, I read that in one of the I actually, my degree is in advertising, but I have a minor in psychology. So all this stuff is like super interesting to me, but that is a for real law like of our minds, right? The law of yeah. reciprocity. Uh, we have this inclination to give when people give to us. So like, um, 
leaving those Yelp reviews, bitch anything, that's because they give a little bit of something to their people and they probably have a sign that says, find us on Yelp or something. It's all subliminal, right? So those people are like, hey, I'm going to leave a Yelp review because this place is sweet and you know they gave me free gum or whatever. Um, I love Andy's mints. Candied mints? Andy's mints. Oh, yeah. So my sister, anytime I go with her, I don't know why it must be popular here, but I'm like, can I have your Andy's mints? Because she she doesn't like them. So they'll bring like four or whatever and I'll like scarf them down, four in my mouth. (laughs) They're so good. Um, I also like the little, like they they're like the candy mints, but they're that like almost chalky sort of. Oh thing. yeah. They have them at baby showers all the time. Yes. <laughs> so, so another thing that a server, if you think about this, will put on there, I'll be like, thank you with a happy face. Sometimes they'll write that on the bill. Right. So a little uh-huh. bit of like personalization. So this is just something for everybody to think about for their, for their packaging, something personalized. Um, I have a client that sells online, like direct to customers and, um, we've actually are on video and I've, we've actually had, um, you know, vintage meat modern on here. And what we've also realized is that people will buy when you kind of shout out their name. We've even gotten notes from listeners when we've mentioned their names on here that they've been so excited that we've mentioned their names. So that personalization, um, that shout out and that little tiny, like that free gift, like something that's not going to cost you a lot, but it makes them feel special and delighted. Um, that will definitely, that will definitely encourage your customers to stay loyal to your brand. Yeah. So like if you have a package insert and you write a handwritten note, we've told you about that before. One of the things, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about this. Have you ever had a waitress write a quote, a motivational quote on the bill? Oh, that's crazy. So they'll do that where they'll be like um, writing something like a feel good quote. That's so good. And I can't remember, but I've taken photos of them and I'll see people share it on like social media, but they're from their waitress. I'm sure to get a better tip or just to, you know, spread the love and the joy. But that's something that you could do too. Um, instead of writing a special note, you could write in a quote and put like XL Mina or whatever um, into your box, an uplifting quote, and then cost you zero dollars, you know, and it's something that they remember that they could even, you know, keep or take a photo of, or, you know, they have that quote now, you know? Yeah. Um, I love that. So, so you could do the gift and then you could do the personalization and also like we're saying the notes. So that's another type of package you could do. So you could also, for example, if we're going to combo this, this personalization or note can go with a freebie. It could go with a sample. Like I see that you've been ordering, I don't know, um, our headache formula of these essential oils. Um, why don't you check this out? So almost like you're kind of shopping for them personally and then, or a coupon, like, thank you so much for being a loyal customer, like, or Hey Mina, thanks so much for being a loyal customer. Um, I know the holidays are upon us. We could all deal with like, we could all, you know, we all love a little discount. And even before, you know, Cyber Five or Black Friday, why don't you use this now to get a head start on your, on your holiday shopping? And then these, these things will be like, oh my gosh, they're thinking of me. Like they're giving me a discount. I always love when I call customer service or something and they offer me something, right? That like keeps me loyal to the brand where they're like personal, they're chatting with me and then they'll offer some sort of discount to something like, well, why don't I give you a discount? Cause this was such a struggle. Or if you want to try it here, try this code and you can try out our product. Yeah. And a lot of times people will put the end date or they'll put the expiration date. This gets a little bit tricky because you don't know you know, when you're going to run out of those coupons. So a lot of times if it's in a subscription box, I'll put limited time offer. So they know 
that it's ending or there's some sort of sense of scarcity and urgency rather than um, it being like endless, you know? Darn it. I'm trying to find a quote. (laughs) (laughs) She's on her phone if you can't see Yeah, I'm scrolling. (laughs) Scrolling. That's the beauty of podcasting. So what we just want to say is like, as you're growing, this is still something very manageable, right? So you probably still can manage some personalization in there, some sort of note. If you're a clothing line, you could write something like, this is so cute. Like, or I love this dress, try them with a pair of flats. Like that's something that Stitch Fix does, right? They'll kind of tell you how to wear stuff. Um, something cute and little where you're almost, you can have your cards already printed out that are branded and you can write on it with a Sharpie or whatever. And so, yeah, that would be a way to continue that. Yeah. And this might be a way with that you collaborate with other brands. So let's say I have this is actually a brilliant idea that I haven't come up with until now, is that I could ask a brand and I would say, let's swap some inventory. And then you put my labels in your packages and I put your, you know, whatever in my package. There's like nursing clips, things that are really small um, that I could definitely put in there and with their coupons. So then it's like, hey, they get a free gift, but I'm getting into other people's audiences too or customers. We have... We have that happening in our Facebook community right now, like the Product Boss Facebook community. We There are people in there, let's say, that are supplying things to moms, like new moms, and it, there's edible, right? So we have, I think we've talked about this, like we have lactation cookies and um, as a business in there. And then there are also, so I'll just, I'll do a shout out, shout out to Milk Bliss, lactation cookies and overnight oats. And then they're also doing, they, they started chatting with, is it Snack Mama? Oh yeah, Snackwell or something like that, right? Sorry, we'll look that up and (laughs) (laughs) it'll be in the show notes. (laughs) We have not worked with her one-on-one, but she's definitely in the community. So um, where they were, they started chatting about what they're doing. Like, Hey, we should collaborate on this. Like we should do something together. And so I think exactly what you're saying, if you find someone that's super aligned with your brand and it's that cross promotion, if you were already my client yesterday was like a different client because I talked to like 15 clients yesterday was like, I have all this extra stuff. I'm just going to send it to a third world country as like gifts as like donation. I'm like, if you're just going to send it, which thank you, still do that. But other stuff, why not put it on sale? Why not take that stuff and get it into some sort of box? You know, you're already not going to make any money on it. What other things can you do with it? Yeah. And make sure that anytime you're swapping inventory to put into your packages, again, make sure it's not something heavy because you will be the one that's, you know, paying for it, shipping, uh, dealing with the shipping. So um, if it fits into your already regular shipments, that will be perfect. Exactly. So tell us about a time that you've done an insert. There are a few ideas. Should we go over a few more ideas um, of when to leave inserts? So we've said your general percentage off. Uh, and it could be, you know, holiday-esque. Um, second was a, what was the second one? Okay. So there were, there were discounts. Uh-huh. Then there were samples. Samples. That's right. Samples. Uh, another one, gifts. leave a review, right? Oh, gifts. Mm-hmm. And then next would be like for them to leave a review. So you'd put an insert saying, um, I've done ones where um, I share a little bit of my story and then I ask for a review. So I'll say, um, I'll talk about like my daughter and how they're supporting a small family. So thank you for supporting our, our small business. Um, we're actually operated by my small family. And then I'll share a little bit of my story. And then I'll say, we would love it if you would leave a review. It helps us out so much. And so that is a, an insert in itself is either them leaving a review or following us on social media. 
Agreed. So I think that social shares, you know, this is another thing that people love or like the unboxing. So you could also say like, you know, next time you get something from us, unbox it and have a chance to be like entered into X contest or, you know, share it because you kind of also still need to give them something, right? Like if you want them to review, there still needs to be like, you're maybe you're entered into a chance to win X for the next year or $50 or whatever it is. They're almost like buying into your story in order to get them on there. So it's, that's why I share a little bit of my story because they know that their time spent leaving their review will be helping a small business and a, and a family-owned business. So that's kind of what it's, where it's at. But you could definitely um, have a giveaway also or you know, some sort of social share or encourage them to use a hashtag. You know, It could be hashtag uh, low labels mom or something uh, where they're show us, you know, um, how you're using your labels and you might be featured. It could Mm -hmm. be that. And, or yeah, it could even be something in there asking them if they want to be a brand rep, you know, to learn more about becoming a brand rep. I actually got an insert in an Amazon order. I ordered these shoes for my daughter and the insert was kind of like, if, if you don't like this, contact us. They didn't want me going to, let's say, to Amazon. Yeah, against terms and services, by the way, terms and conditions. Is it? Yeah, that used to be okay for you to be like, hey, if you don't want to, or if you're unsatisfied, please make sure to contact us to give us a chance to do it right or whatever, instead of writing a bad review. Now that is not legal on Amazon's terms. Yeah. So, Uh, but I think like in general, you can leave something like, you could leave something like if you're, you know, it could even be something if you want to return, right. mm -hmm. You can have a return policy and they'd be like, if this doesn't fit or if it doesn't suit your needs, like contact us at this and like, let's see how we can help you. Cause there's always that sort of, I don't know when I want to return stuff, I'm always like, am I allowed to return it? Like in the state, like, did I try it? Can, will they let me to take it back? Like clothes, oftentimes you think you can. It could be an enforcement of your policies. So it could just be like, love it or like, love it or hate it. You have 30 days to send it back and your labels attached. I like that too. When I get return labels in my, it like simplifies my life. Yeah, for sure. That user experience um, and your customers feel like it's not that big a deal for them to return stuff to and they, you make it simpler on their life. So one of our masterminders, she had posted in our group saying that she is working on an insert and here's what it had on there. It had like the care instructions. She does t-shirts. So shout out. Let's do another shout out with Love Studios. She and it, her link will be in the show notes. She does like graphic t-shirts and a lot of them are you know, about Mickey Mouse or about... Actually, that's not true. Um, no. A lot of them are just whatever. I mean, just really fun ones though. They're, They're really fun. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And so she gives like hair instructions and then she also put handmade with or these are handmade and there will be variations in the appearance in the appearance of some of them. So I think that that's great, you know, that it's handmade and you know, a lot of people will do that made with love or there's, you know, variations in color or variations in texture. Um, for care instructions though, I'm not sure if that should be a hang tag of sorts or should be included included on the insert. I feel like your insert should be separate from that because you're, it's such like valuable real estate in my mind. You're inserting into there and then you should have a real call to action. If it's handmade with love, follow us on Instagram or whatever. Instead of handmade with love, there will be variations. And also here's your care instruction. Um, what do you think? 
Yeah, I think so. You know, you'll get that too with denim, like a like unwashed denim or like high end denim. It'll also tell you how to treat it. So if you have something that's really specific, I love that she's doing that. And so if you have something really specific, like I don't like baby bottles or you're selling cups or something like that. And you're like, just a note, this is how to care for it. Or like an extra tip that you can add into it. I think that would be a great idea. It's just basically continuing whatever the experience you want them to have from your brand, continuing it in other forms, reaching them when it ends up in a box on their doorstep. Yeah. Um, So our last one would be if you're giving a transition notice. So I pulled this from the diapers. Okay. I thought it was brilliant. And it just goes to show you how what Jacqueline have always said about embracing the pivot, right? Don't be scared to pivot. So this is from Pampers, Pampers, the Pampers, the huge diaper company. It says, dear mom, dad, family, and friends. Thank you for choosing Pampers Swaddlers. You may notice that we have improved these diapers with a new soft pattern on the inside absorb away liner. These Swaddlers diapers are made from the safe and gentle materials and offer the same leakage protection you've come to love. We are also updating our diapers with new fun designs. During this transition, it's possible the graphics on the outside of your package may not match the graphics on the inside of the pack. If you have questions, give us a call, 1-800-PAMPERS, your friends at Pampers. So Disclaimer, don't get mad at us. Everything's okay. (laughs) Calm down. It's just a transition. (laughs) But it just goes to show you that you know how like we've had questions before where should I throw away all these inserts because they don't pertain anymore or should I throw away this inventory? And I've always said use out your inventory and transition later or transition, but you know, like they're not throwing away the old designs, for instance. Like for example, if you change up your packaging or your card Uh or whatever it is, like you can use it as you're transitioning. So you can let them know some might come looking like this and some might come looking like that. It has to be stuff that's no big deal. Don't swap out complete products, but design wise, if it's gender neutral for gender neutral, I don't think it's that big of a deal. So smart. They put this insert in there and it's in multiple languages and everything. And I was like, yeah, even Pampers makes transitions and has to put like a little insert in there to let their customers know. And if it's a really big deal to people, they'll call this phone number and get the old designs. So there's a, you know, way for them to respond if it's such a huge deal. Maybe they wanted a specific color or something. Mm-hmm. And I did, when I had Cups Couture, one of my things that I had added in because Cups Couture was this wrist wallet and you were able to slip things in like your credit card, your ID, attach your key, your key to the, the keychain. This is going back like before Uber and apps. So let's just talk about that for a second. <laughs> But I was like, what does a girl need? And so we did an insert that was twofold, right? Part of it said, we're not responsible for anything that falls out of your cuff while out, right? So there's my like disclaimer of I'm not responsible if you lose your key or your credit card. And the other side to make it fun was like taxi number because you needed a taxi number, you voiced (laughs) phone number, Um, you know, like a couple like random things like that where it was, it was kind of like added delight, right? So it stayed on brand. It stayed on message. Um, it was helpful because you needed to remember a taxi number, especially sometimes if you don't know where you are. So it was something that I was like, oh, I could just keep this in, keep it in my cup. So it was just something that delighted that was slightly useful that also had my disclaimer and that would not be a free gift, but it was just, it was just definitely like an added thing, an Mm -hmm. added thing that was inserted that wasn't expected. 
Yeah. And it kind of added to their life. It problem solved for for them, just like how, you know, hey, here's how you make returns or whatever. It's just like when you get a free return label, I love that so much. Um, I'm not sure how you do it really, but that would be something that would be nice. Yeah. I think like the bigger you are, but like, you know, even just like just shortcutting things for them because, you know, ultimately, ultimately the goal is, is that like, are you going to, are you going to meet their expectations? Are you going to fall below their expectations? Are you going to exceed their expectations? I think it's always better to exceed that, right? If you can, um, obviously meet it and then try and exceed. And so just thinking about your customer, if you're really tapped into that, what can you do to exceed their expectations? I think these inserts is, are one quick way for you, a cheap way and a quick way for you to add to the brand loyalty. Um, let's do some quick don'ts. Okay. I have some ideas, so they'll be, you know, you can kind of react off of them. One, don't add candy that can melt. Oh, literally was going to be one of the things I was going to say. <laughs> so thank you. I read don't, your mind. Don't add, like, don't add, if, unless you're sending food, don't add food. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Unless you're sending food. (laughs) Unless you're a food company, let's leave food out of the packaging. I mean, there's so many reasons why. If you're a food company, when you're sending a package, you kind of know how to package that. If you're not, if something's sitting on your hot doorstep, or if you have raccoons in the neighborhood, let's just not send food unless it comes with, it's supposed to be. Yeah. Second, don't send any political paraphernalia. (laughs) Paraphernalia. (laughs) Isn't that what it's called? I don't know. I think political stuff. Yeah. But paraphernalia is like jug paraphernalia. Um, (laughs) Souvenir stuff. Don't send anything that clearly defines you as one way or the other. So they always say like, don't talk about religion. Don't talk about politics unless you are again, a religious product, you know, someone's buying the Bible from you or they're buying prayer beads. But they get the choice, right? They get the choice ahead of time. So this is when you're inserting it in and they're like, why the heck have I received this paraphernalia? (laughs) (laughs) And I have, I have clients that are very into like, let's call it like the women's rights movements, right? And like that's Mm. happening and that's very much part of their brand, but they do have to, and, and one of the women, one of the people I worked with, she was like, well, this is who I am. And this is, I want people to be on board with this. And if they're not, then they're not. Okay. Well then you're really excluding a big part of your, so if you like, we have a client, um, uh, we'll shout out to her too. Skylar, you. Y O O. Lots of Y L A R. Lots of links that are going to be in this show notes. Yes, check the show notes guys. But, um, her name's Alice and she has an incredible brand. Like you guys will be f- amazed by what she's done and her Instagram account and whatnot. She has like a shirt that says feminist and she has another shirt that says like, sh- I have the picture behind me. She believes she could. So she did. And that's actually a quote that I have. And she was lovely enough to send me that shirt. So, all right, you're going to buy into that brand because you're either like, you're into women's empowering statements. Should she send like an anti or a pro presidential note in there? Probably not unless her brand is really built on like, I don't know, you know, if it was the women's movement and it's very much a part of if she's going to take a political stance, but otherwise, yeah, leave some of that other stuff out. Like also biblical stuff, I think religion to also keep out because for somebody who's not of the religion that most people are in this country, it sometimes also feels a little bit alienating to kind of have that pushed onto you. Yeah. So if you're, so the next don't that I have, and this is probably my last one is to don't make it 
um, religion specific. So if I'm saying happy holidays, I won't be saying Merry Christmas or a Mazel Tov. No, happy you would say happy Hanukkah, not Mazel Tov. <laughs> Tov. God, I thought yeah, I was we, so good. I was like, I know. I I'm really it. proud of you even watching your marvelous <laughs> Mazel. I know. The second season is coming out soon. Um, so I was like thinking, let's, let's show off my Jewish skills here. <laughs> I, Obviously, I'm not going to put that into my, you know, box or I'm not going to put Merry Christmas or, you know, Happy Birthday Jesus, you know. I. <laughs> <laughs> so in, if it's not on brand, just make it Happy Holidays, right? Yeah. Or I mean, Season's you know, Greetings, maybe. Season's Greetings. There's been this whole turn on like people stealing Christmas and you know, I think it's the holidays. They're buying things around the holidays. Happy holidays, season's, season greeting. If you really want to say Merry Christmas, fine, do it. But just know that that when you make these choices that you may, you may alienate people and that might be a choice that you're making for your own business or it might be something you're not even realizing because wherever you are in this world, people might say Merry Christmas to you everywhere you walk. I know when I went to my husband's, when I first met my husband's family up in Northern California, I literally told him the other day, I was like, I think I might've been the first Jew that they met. (laughs) 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 So like, so you don't, you don't believe in Jesus? I was like, okay, we're not going to talk about religion here, you know, <laughs> Jews, Christians, the whole thing. So, but the thing I want to say about that is that they literally said Merry Christmas. They had no idea. They just didn't have to ever say Happy Hanukkah or, or talk about Kwanzaa or anything. And so you may be in a place in the world that has, you know, less, uh, less, op- less diversity and, you know, keep it out of your brand. Unless again, it's on brand. If you're a religious product, then keep it on brand. So in and out Burger will always have, like, if you look on the on their cups or, like, on their placemats, there's always, like, a Bible, what is it, like, 1218, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hobby <laughs> Lobby does that same thing, too, where they'll say, um, we're closed on Sundays because we think our company firmly believes in church and family on Sundays. Um, mm-hmm. I think they maybe even put and or. So if you, you know, it could be for church, it could be not. But um, he also wrote a book, too, that was basically about his brand, you know, the brand of Hobby Lobby and why they stand behind it. There's things where people don't have to take a stance. For instance, since this Chick-fil-A thing? Did they have to take a stance against gay marriage? No, they didn't, but they did anyways, right? So I think it's a fine line for people to walk. You're bound to isolate somebody. But my stance on it is that unless it's something you feel very, very, very deeply about and you're willing to isolate those people and willing to isolate your brand, just don't do it. Like you just don't have to. So I'll add a couple dotes. I'll add a couple dotes of what we've you mentioned a couple times, but don't increase the weight of your package. So mm-hmm. if you have flat rate shipping, um, we don't really want you to have to eat the cost of adding in this package insert plus yeah, moving up to the next tier or yeah, something. Plus extra shipping or charging your client more money for the weight. So don't do anything that's gonna really change the weight and like a price ultimately on this. I would also say if you are, if you're tight on your budgets, don't spend all of your money on this one aspect either. So the package insert, think of a way to do it smart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Another thing is don't do anything that could scuff up in the package. So I used to sell these one planners and I would tie them up in, what is that thread? That's like really, really cute. 
yeah, twine, but it was like colorful twine. It was mm-hmm. so in. I can't even remember what it's called. Baker's twine. Uh-huh. I would tie it up in Baker's twine and put a little vintage button on there. And that's how I would send it out for my Etsy shop. So this was gazillion years ago. And so I thought it was being super awesome and packaging really nicely with the, you know, vintage buttons that I already had, Baker's twine that was cheap. And realized that when, um, that that button was scuffing up the front of the planner. And I didn't know that until like months deep into sending out orders, right? And so I quit doing the button, obviously, and then I just did the baker's twine. But don't add something that could scuff up your product in the process of like, you know, I don't know what a good example would be, but even the button for a planner, you know? Right. Or for example, um, if you're going to send, again, if you're going to send something like if you've got clothing and you're going to send a hand cream, don't ship something that the hand cream can explode and destroy the clothing. Yeah. Or so, a glitter card. Do not oh. add a glitter card to clothing. <laughs> so if you're going to do that, you might have to put them in a little plastic bag and not them. Like think about TSA travel. So just thinking about what's going in to the box or into the package. And again, the end user, you know, receiving it and how they're going to deal with it. But I think these are just some really helpful tips as we're gearing up for the biggest sales time of the year. Like when people are purchasing, things are going on sale, there are gifts being given and bought. So it's just a really good time to try and reinforce that uh, the brand loyalty. And that's definitely what, you know, our mastermind has been focusing on where it's about holiday to halo, where you're dealing with holiday and holiday sales and that halo effect. And this will help increase that halo effect, like that, the love of your brand and, and what they've experienced with it. Yeah. I think this is, um, we're recording in September, but this won't come out until October, which means uh, do it now. Start inserting now. So then it is able to hit during that halo or quarter four, any of that time that Jacqueline was talking about where it's just, it's going to cost you hardly anything to put these inserts in. You're already paying for the shipping. Mm -hmm. Overnight prints. You could do things on business cards, like pick your size. There's so many different ways now that you can, you can just do like quick, quick. You can get this in a week. Mm -hmm. Um, You can go on Canva and create the artwork and get it done in a week. So just think of these ways that you can increase that brand loyalty. And if we would love to hear some of your ideas, some of the ways that you've done this. So if you head over to our Facebook community, um, it's the Product Boss community on Facebook and join, we will be continuing the discussion over there. Yeah. Super quick. Like I like to always do. Always. I wrap up the podcast. (laughs) I know. But I wanted to say... Remember, we have strategy sessions too. So if I could insert this into our package podcast, (laughs) see that? It's like, but it's like the audio um, where (laughs) I think they all get it. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, get it, get it. Like my daughter says. <laughs> um, we have strategy sessions with myself or Jacqueline by herself or with us together. So it's two on one with your business. We dig really deep into whatever you want us to do, whether it's to look at your website, look at your customer experience with the package inserts or you know your processes. And we are able to shortcut your decision-making basically and then your solutions, your options. So then you can kind of move forward um, knowing what the best options are. Yeah, we've had several applications recently. Some are focusing on launch. So people are launching their new business. Um, some are focusing on sales or holiday. So how to mm-hmm. increase their sales and how to really dig deep into this, this time of year where you can like 
you can make a lot of money in a short period of time that could hold your business over for a while or to help you even, you know, add to your development, add to other products. Um, and other people are working on scaling. So what's working for them and what they want to develop and do next. I mean, there's, there are a lot, there are a lot of phases in the product of entrepreneur business and we've been through all of them and we've rapidly scaled our businesses as well. So people want to work one-on-one, but really ultimately the majority of the people I would say work with us two to one. So they get both of our brains focusing Mm -hmm. on their business. Right. Awesome. So how do they find, how do they apply to that? (laughs) (laughs) You go to theproductboss.com. Don't forget the, the, at the beginning and you just click on the work with us, um, tab and our link, and then it will give you a little form that you can fill out and we'll leave it in the show notes as well. So thanks everyone. Thanks everyone. This episode is over, but it doesn't have to end. Head over to our Facebook group, search for the Product Boss Biz Community, or the link is also in the show notes. Come connect with other product bosses just like you. We'll see you in there.